Hey, what's up, Stay Tuners? It's your good friend Jimbo here. Just letting you know, before you listen to this awesome episode that we give you guys week in and week out, head over to Twitter, follow us there at ST Sports Podcast, as well as our Facebook page, like and share that, and then head over to YouTube after you're done doing all that stuff and subscribe to our channel because we will be live streaming within the next few weeks, and that's where you're going to want to watch and interact with us. So hit Twitter up, ST Sports Podcast, Facebook, like and share our page, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Enjoy the show. You heard the rest. Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast with Jimbo and O'Brien. And yes, we are back. I told you guys yesterday that I mean Shoulders will be back, and I mean he's here. <laughs> What's <Physically>. up? <laughs> you look uh, you look very awake. <laughs> oh, it's opposite day. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> hey, actually, happy two twenty one day. Cowboys day. Well, haven't won a playoff game in twenty some years. You know, two twenty one. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so how's uh how's your week been so far? You know, living the dream. Hopefully everybody's day a week, day, month, year, whatever the fuck it is. Do you know what day it is or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just got off a seven day stretch of night shift and uh <laughs> I'm a bit sleepy. I think you need the the John Jones uh, plan, Coke and more Coke. Yeah. <laughs> you mean Which, Coca-Cola Classic, right? Yeah, Coca-Cola Classic. <laughs> Which, you know, we will be talking about. Colombian drugs. Bam Bam. <laughs> Booger Sugar. <laughs> so, uh, a lot of lot to talk about this past week. Um, and surprisingly, some of the bigger stories came out after Wednesday. So, thankfully, we didn't record Wednesday. Right. Um, some more Astros talk we're going to talk about. Dusty Baker asking the commissioner to punish players that being his players because of the cheating scandal. Right, which is funny. Yeah. Um, also, baseball has a couple rule changes this, this season coming up. Um, on top of uh, the NFL owners sending over their proposal for a new CBA that is including a seventeenth week, so curious to see what your your opinion is going to be on that. But um, jumping right into it, you know, let's just go with baseball because actually there was I think sixteen so games on today. Some of the the rule changes, there's like four or five of them, but these two are the only ones that I thought like were actually pretty good. Um, now pitchers have to face at least a three batter minimum, so no more of the bring a lefty in against the lefty and pitch one player and length of uh, minor league options. Um, so the pitcher one, like I said, you know, we, we, we would see a lot of a left-hand batter, you know, uh, Trout would come in and you want your best reliever go up against him and then get him out or whatever. Very next pitcher or very next batter, change out the pitcher again. I hated that. I don't know. Well, it slows down the game, so yeah. 
mean, to probably speed it up now. Yeah, and... Well, it, you know, there is an exception to barring injury or illness. Well, but yeah. I want everybody to think that, you know, it's just you have to, three batters, but... Yeah, no, it's, you know, like I said, depend on injuries and stuff like that, but... Um, also, I think this might help with, you know, the output of, of the offense. You know, baseball wants to go with more offense now. And by doing this, like I said, you know, defensive scheming or whatever you want to call it with, with coaching, it's going to be harder for that coach to figure out what they want to do now. You know, uh, you look at the, the Yankees. Uh, they got Stan, then Judge, and then, you know, Sanchez, three power hitters. It's gonna be hard to try to pitch around them. Yeah, can so, be. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it'll have that big of an impact because it's you only got to pitch three, but yeah, you know. And then, um, is there a clear def- definition of like, well, what if I pitch two full counts, finish, and then the next batter I just throw one pitch, then they take me out. Technically, I did throw to three batters. Well, yeah, I mean, if you throw if. If you throw three p- pitches and all were ground balls and you got them out, or they got two outs and one guy came, uh, got the first base safe, then that would be his third his third batter. Yeah. Then you could be able to pull him out. Um, the uh, like I said with the other rule, the length of minor league options, we we saw a lot of, especially with Buck Showalter when he was with the Orioles, he would send down a starting center fielder and bring up a center fielder just to give another roster spot plus that starting center fielder a, a rest instead of just having him on the Makes bench sense. as a, a pinch, pinch hitter. So now, with the exception of injuries or abbreviant, uh placements, all players' options to the minors have, uh, used to have to stay there at least 10 days before being recalled. Um, this year, they have to stay down there 15 days. Um, and I believe pitchers are the only thing a little different. Um, well, I mean, is five more days really going to make a big that big of a difference? Well, it, it could be. I mean, you could play, say, you know, the Yankees. Three of those five days, it might be a big, um, big game to you know for, for first place or for a playoff spot. And then those other two days, you might be playing like the Mets. Right. So you know, you're not going to really have to put your Starters out there against the Mets since they're a fucking laughing stock too. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to even fucking buy them. <laughs> All right. Well, he said that, folks. Not me. <laughs> um. But yeah, again, it does seem like you know the uh, Major League Baseball is definitely going more towards trying to get more offense, um, offensive output. So as far as rules. Yeah, I don't see nothing that really jumps out that makes me worried. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's baseball, whatever. Yeah. What about the Astros? Do you feel like talking about the Astros a little more? What do you want to say about them? (laughs) Um, First off, I don't know. Did you see what the Astros owner's statement on the whole thing was? Um, You know, yes, we did cheat, but it had no effect on the the outcome of the game. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) We would have still beat them. Well, if you would have still beat them, why'd you have to cheat? Right. And then, uh, you know, j- just when... <laughs> Alan's not here. Yeah. <laughs> um, just when, you know, we were given uh, commissioner uh, of baseball 
a lot of credit for handling suspensions and stuff. He has plummeted now. Right. Um, the re- one reason why he didn't suspend the players was because before the season started, he sent the memo out to all the Major League Baseball teams saying, here are the cheating rules. Can't do, can do. And he felt it was on the Astros GM at the point at the time and the head coach at the time to relay that message and they didn't. So that's why I didn't suspend the players. Hmm. So you're telling me the players didn't know that they were not allowed to cheat? Yeah, well, you I've know, heard crazier shit. Th- there's a lot of common sense shit here that like, you know, and the other statement he made too about it and again, the more this commissioner talks, the more P. Rose has a, uh, a leg to stand on to get reinstated. Um, Basically, he said uh, the precedent was set already as far as suspensions when it comes to cheating, which, you know, Pete Rose gambled, broke a rule. Yeah, but he never betted against his team. He and, but that's, team. and that's the thing, though, is so the precedent was set to not suspend players. Why is Pete Rose suspended? Well, right. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I definitely think. Pete Rose is going to win that case, but um, uh, the reason why and this is probably the only thing I do agree with uh, he he asked why he was asked why he didn't strip them of the title. Um, you know, basically, if if I were to strip them of the title and you go to Cooperstown and you see the 2017 where the World Series champion name would be would be blank, everybody's going to know who won it anyways. And I've been saying that there's. There's no point of stripping the title or putting an asterisk next to it because everybody's going to be like, oh, that's right. That's the team that... Bang down trash cans. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. Now, the, the Dusty Baker, the new head coach of the Astros, came out and basically said, I hope the commissioner suspends any pitcher that hits my batter." Well, like, I think you kind of put that on yourself, so. <laughs> that, and how can you tell if it was, right, you know, intentional or in, unintentional? I mean, look at John Cruck and, and Randy Johnson back in the day. The first one was obviously just got away from him, and, I mean, almost took Cruck's head off. But <laughs> um, it, I think it's just going to be hard to decide which one is intentional or, or unintentional. Unless you're like some of the pitchers that came out and flat out said, "Yes, I'm going to throw at them." <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. I mean, um, I don't see how that's going to stop it, but okay. I mean, like uh, Cincinnati Reds starter Trevor Bauer uh, came out and said, "I'm not going. I'm not going to let them forget the fact that they are hypocrites. They are cheaters." Um, the Dodgers pitcher Ross Stripling said, "I would lean towards yes." In the right time and right place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really lean. Um, Cleveland pitcher, uh, Cleveland Indians pitcher Mike Clevenger said, I think players will deal with it the way it should be across the league. I don't think it's going to be a comfortable few at-bats for a lot of those boys, and it shouldn't be. They shouldn't be comfortable. Now, here's the thing, though, that I would have against any pitcher, you know, legitimately throwing at the, the Astros. What about the players that are first year 
players for the Astros. They didn't cheat last year. Well, I mean, there's got to be some kind of precedent sent there. So. Yeah, and like now, Jose Altuve, I'd be throwing at him. Um, when he hit the the walk up home run to win that game, coming around third base, he's holding his jersey, saying, "Don't rip off the jersey! Don't rip off the jerseys!" Now, there's conspiracy saying, "Well, that's because he had the buzzard underneath his jersey because he touched home plate, ran back to the." the dugout into the back and switched out his jersey hmm. he came out and said or uh, not uh, not him um, the Boston Red Sox coach who got fired this offseason because of all this right. came out and said his wife didn't like how the players would rip his jersey open and show his chest and then he had a bad tattoo and didn't want the world to see it you must have went the same place as LeBron. I, when I saw that, that's what I thought about you. You know, when you brought it up, <laughs> <laughs> but these theories, you know, whether they're true or not, I still think Otuve did have the buzzer, and that's why he didn't want the the jersey ripped open because obviously. And by this point, I mean he already caught. Might as well come out and just say, "Hey, I had a buzzer underneath," you know. Right. Um, of all the statements between pitchers and stuff like that. Justin Verlander, the crybaby that me and you both hate, <laughs> actually made a good statement that I agree with. You know, with all these pitchers coming out and say, "Yeah, you know, I'm gonna hit them." Um, he he made the statement saying, "How are you gonna be able to tell if a pitch was by accident or on purpose?" Well, I mean, that's what I mean. It's gonna all be discretion. Now, as far as punishments, they usually go one or two games. Um, by, you know, judging on the past, you know, so, um, anything else you want to put in? No, nah, I, mean, I mean, you're kind of fall asleep there. I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to keep you awake. <laughs> Try harder. <laughs> Listen, you fall asleep. Juan's going to come out and Robert craft you. <laughs> oh boy. I will, senor. You stayed the fuck away from me. <laughs> oh, get a, a little closer. Get get, get get off me. I swear to God, <laughs> I'll bitch slap his ass. Um, Why don't you give me some of that special tea? <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, it's special sugar. <laughs> Is it the white or the brown? <laughs> Both, senor. Ooh. <laughs> Would you like to sniff it? Not the brown, because I don't know where that's been. <laughs> In my cousin Rodrigo's buttocks. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> now, some of the teams are having fun with the, the Astros with this. Um, the the one app out there, that TikTok app or whatever the stupid thing is. I saw the Blue Jays played, I forget the, the, the guy's name. That you know, I want to ban. I want to bang on the drums all day. Um, it's a classic rock song, but they were they uh, the the Blue Jays had you know the the beach uh, bowls or whatever you want to call, and they had that song playing in the background and they're banging on the, the the drums. It was kind of funny. Reminds <laughs> me of Adam Sandler in that one movie uh, where he's playing the bongos in the head shop. Oh, okay. <laughs> you must play the bongos, man. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so, I mean, I, I'm kind of tired of uh, the, the Astro stuff. Hopefully. Uh, I'm definitely tired. Oh, <laughs> uh, hopefully this will eventually go away once the the season starts at the, the end of March. I mean, at the same point, you got to just let it go as players. Like, I don't understand. What are you going to try to prove? Yeah, and, you know, the, the, exactly. The past is the past. If you want to win, you shouldn't be playing around. Yeah. So any team that's facing them and decides to bean players, put them on the bag, and then they stand up scoring, and then you kind of just screwed yourself. Yeah. So that's my opinion. Uh, so some NFL talk. Did you see about Joe uh, Burrows? He sounds like he set himself up for a Eli Manning situation. <laughs> Get drafted and then traded. <laughs> yep. He said that he came out and said, I have all the leverage over the Bengals. What leverage would that be? <laughs> <laughs> I guess sitting out. <laughs> but but also on the flip side, he did say, he did make the statement that, you know, he's he's from, excuse me, he's from Ohio. And it would be pretty cool to, you know, play for a hometown team. Um. I just wonder if this this is going to be an Eli Phillip 2.0. It's kind of funny that Eli's retiring, and this might happen. Right. You know, um, Bengals have the number one draft pick. I think uh, Detroit's number three. I think Washington might have number two. So does Washington try to trade up and draft Burrow? Or well, so I mean, depends on. I mean, is that really a better fit? Uh, I mean, I, I think I think anything. You know, talk about the Bengals too. Let me ask you this too. You know, we got XFL playing today. For how bad the Bengals have been the past couple of years, do you think some of the XFL teams could beat the Bengals? It's a possibility on a good Sunday because PJ Walker. Um, did you did you see any of the game today? No. Uh, Three hundred plus yards again, four touchdowns. Jesus, I'm like, yeah, Philly. We need a backup quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know, and I wonder how that's going to work too. So these kids are going to play till middle of April or so. If they want to go to the NFL, that's when all the the, the OTA start up. So these kids literally are playing, would play a full year, you know, of football. But, uh, so yeah, so I I do think Burrow would be better off in the Bengals though. And if you're that good, you should be able to make the team around you better. Yeah. So we'll see. Now, because the reason why I brought it up, too, is because you and Alan busted on me when I was, you know, behind him. Wait, let me rephrase that. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's going to be, you know, like, not, not a Tom Brady, but I don't know if he's going to be as good as, you know, a top five quarterback type thing. Well, again, it matters solely on how he performs. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I understand that, but um, so no other comments on Burrow. I mean, I'm just I, having fun. I don't understand. The, I don't understand <laughs> the leverage thing. I really don't. So it's well. What do you mean you have leverage? Because leverage in sense. because if he if he sits out, if he gets drafted by the Bengals and he sits out the whole year, he could re-enter the NFL draft the next year. So the Eagles could have the number one draft pick the following year. Right, but, I mean, he's still going to get paid what he's going to get paid. Yeah, but 
if he doesn't want to play for the Bengals, he's going to lose a year of playing life. Well, yeah, it's going to be a decision to make. Yeah. And what happens if they draft him again? <laughs> then that just shows how shitty the Bengals are that they have back-to-back years of the number one overall draft pack pick. <laughs> I just think it's ass, and I'd be happy to be in the league. Yeah. I mean, that's why I just don't understand these, these players. But um, sticking with the NFL here, uh, the NFL owners sent over their CBA proposal, which includes a 17th week. Well, it would be 18th. Or 17th game, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, Are they going to cut any preseason? The way it sounds, yeah, they're going to drop the preseason down to three games. They're also going to add a extra playoff team in each conference. So now they would want seven teams to go to the playoffs. Uh, the number one seed will get the bye. Number two seed will be not getting a bye. And now it sounds like the Super Bowl would be played <laughs> Valentine's weekend. Hmm. That's going to bring up a lot of families. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> hmm. um, so let's start with the the 17th game. How do you feel about, about that? Well, I mean, I think it wouldn't be a bad idea. You could drop two, you get one. I mean, but if it counts, why not? And the the players also will get a higher cut of the, the profits. Right now with the CBI, I believe it's like 45% of profits they get with this new CBA, it'd get bumped up to 48 or 49. Hmm. Um, also, you know, I didn't think about this. You know, you think about the 48, 49%, you're like, oh, wow, that's that, that's pretty big chunk. But really, the, the NFL owners are still making a shitload more money because you got 32 owners and you got over 1,000 players. Right. You know, so it's still a smaller amount that, you know, kickback. Um as far as the playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Um, how do you how do you feel about the second seed not getting a bye now? That's what I mean. It's a little odd. That because they you know if if they went with the seven team playoff scenario this past year, the Rams would have played the number two seed and the Steelers. I forget who would have been the number seven seed there, but I just I, I don't like the seventh team because now we're slowly turning into the NBA and NHL where everybody makes the playoffs now. You know, seven teams, that's almost half your, your conference. Right. Um, making a playoff. And we saw this year with, with the Eagles made it as the fourth seed as a, what, seven and nine Team now you now you might be looking at even a, a six and ten team making the playoffs. I, I just think it would be a bad fit for adding a seventh team. I don't know. It's extra football. I don't know if anybody would really mind. But do you? I mean, do you think it needs to be changed? The playoffs. I mean, um, they've been talking about doing that for years because they wanted to cut some of the preseason. Out. So if that's what they're going to do and people are happy, then I say go with it. I guess. I mean, to me, I mean the playoff thing, the playoff uh, setup works. So, like the old adage, "Don't fix what's not broke." What's right. not broken, you know. Um, 
but that won't take effect. The only way it will take, take effect this year is if they sign the CBA within the next couple of weeks. Otherwise, they'd be looking at uh, next season to start that with the, the 17th week and the um, extra playoff team. Um, so we haven't really talked too much about Eagles news the past couple of weeks. And a lot of news going on. So it came out. Um, Alshon Jeffrey is open to being traded to a different team. Good. Bye-bye. Can we do it a, as a package with Nelson Eggler? Well, he's a free agent, so he'll, he'll be a free walk. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, we need to do something at receiver, but listen, I'm appreciative for what he did, but last season was garbage. Yeah. The season after the Super Bowl was nothing but an injury, and I liked him, but he seems to be a problem in the locker room. Yeah, and he had an issue when he was with the Bears, too. And that right. also, you know, with this coming out, with last year the anonymous source, you know, uh, Carson Wentz is a prima donna type shit. Obviously, now we know who came, who was the anonymous source. Now, also, I want to question, okay, he got hurt in week two and then couldn't catch a ball after he came back. I mean, I mean he had, again... He's a good receiver, but he's got no speed. No. His route running isn't the best. All he's he, just a jump ball guy. That, that's all he is. And I have news for him, okay, and that is he's not going to get a deal he thinks he's going to get. Yeah, the deal he got it with seems Philly like was Once the he best. won the Super Bowl, he thinks that he's something, but he's proving nothing since. Yeah. He's been injury prone. I mean, since. I honestly at this point would take Deshaun over him. Yeah. So. And. <laughs> I, I don't see where he's coming from. No. Where else is he going to go with a legit shot? Right. I, I don't know. <laughs> he's going to end up somewhere like either like the Redskins or Dallas. Amari, maybe Dallas. How do you um, feel about Amari Cooper maybe coming to Philly? I, again, he's another one. I like him. If he can stay healthy and he doesn't start his, yeah. his prima donna bullshit. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have no problem with that. I liked Amari when he was on the Raiders. Obviously, I had a pure hatred for him when he was on the Cowboys. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. You know? I I mean, fine. Give us Amari. We'll give you him and yeah. call it a day. I don't know what to tell you. Now, the other uh, wide receiver that is asking for a trade, Stefan Diggs from the Vikings. I would love to get him. Let's remember what happened last year. Okay. Wasn't getting enough targets. He yelled at Kirk Cousins, had a little tantrum on the sidelines. I mean, again, to me. But I think there's a little more passion behind his because you got to remember they got they were in the playoffs twice where they had a really good chance. Yeah. They they didn't make it. Yeah. And you know, those kind of players feel like if I got the ball more, I could have did something. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna because he hasn't been a problem up until recent. Yeah. He's past... been in the league for a little bit now. Yeah. He's got speed. He's a good route runner. He's but, not real old. Here's here's my thing is, okay, if he <clears throat> if he started all his prima, prima donna stuff because he wasn't getting enough targets, Philly passes the ball around. Obviously, yeah, but Zach I still, Ertz is the, the number one guy. I still think he'd get more tar- targets than in Minnesota. Well, I mean, probably because, you know, Deshaun's no Adam Thielen. Right. I mean, maybe J.J.'s Adam Thielen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to understand too, and I'm not putting current cousins down, but he was under so much pressure, he was trying to make sure throws. Yeah. So we have Carson that's explosive, and if you have Deshaun taking the house the house off, yeah, and 
Diggs taking the house off. Then you throw Cooper in there. Yeah. How does how are they are not how are they not scoring touchdowns? Oh yeah, without a doubt. And what's it? If, I think he'd if. be a good slot if you if you keep Deshaun out. Yeah. On the on the outside is number two. Yeah. Put Diggs in as a slot. Yeah. Oh, imagine I, over. Well, he he would definitely be an upgrade over Nelson Aguilar. Well, the fucking towel boy is. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just my opinion. I won't mind, you know. We definitely need something at receiver. Yeah. I you know? I hope, I actually want us to draft a receiver. I know we don't have the best record as far as picking wide receivers in the draft. I mean, Yeah, really, I mean, we, we could have had a great one last year. Yeah. And we, you know, I mean, I'm not drinking decaf coffee, that's for sure. Yeah, and uh, he just is shit, so <laughs> I had a, a falling asleep moment there. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it, folks. He fucking agreed. Um, so DK back to, Metcalf would have been a better addition. Period. I don't know. I, don't, I, I still Are you going to say so. that when he like breaks records and fucking is because, in the league for 50 years? Uh, again. I don't think we use JJ the right way, and I think they would have used... I don't think JJ's good. I didn't think he was good in college. I think they would have used Metcalf the same way they used JJ. And he would have caught the fucking balls that were thrown to him. JJ caught the balls. Sure he did. He also dropped fucking his shit on... No, he didn't. Him and now... Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) All right. It looks like I got you waking up now. I have no idea how we're a fan of the Eagles together. <laughs> and this is a fucking argument. <laughs> wow. So going back to Alshon Jeffrey, the only issue or the only problem that the Eagles are going to have is that contract. Um, if they trade him or release him, we have to eat, I think it's like $9 million. It's going to be $9 million of dead yeah, money. That's tough. That's tough. We have as That's a, why, well. Wouldn't it be better than on a trade to get a productive receiver? Because even if he's lower class, and we can build with him, because at least you're eating that money. But well, yeah, it's going towards the receiver, so to speak. Yeah. Now, on the flip side, as of right now, we have forty million dollars in cap space. We're going to talk about some cornerbacks that maybe Philly could, you know, go after. But if if and when, once you're done doing all your free agent signings, your rookie signing and stuff like that, if we still have like $20 million in space I'd re- and no one wants to trade for him, I'd release him. Ethan, $9 million. So It's only for this year. Right. I'm pretty sure as long as it's before June, whatever, that money is all on this year's cap. Well, my thing is, too, why would we want to keep somebody in the locker room that doesn't want to be there? And, and that's my, my point, too. Is Let them learn. I he got even... lucky when he talked shit and left Chicago. Yeah. He came to a team and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. There's not many of those teams looking for a slow, tall, goofy receiver. Yeah. And so. I, I found it funny that one of his reasons for a trade is, is I never, I never, um, me and Carson never saw eye to eye. One of the first things you said when you came to Philly was, I'm glad I'm playing for a quarterback like Carson Wentz. Right, because he forgets what it's like playing for Jay Feely and fucking... Rex Grossman and... (laughs) (laughs) And the other guy. Fucking... I'm falling asleep again. (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, they're all all like Matt McGloin type guys. Uh, Cutler. Cutler Cutler was okay. Dude, he fucking just dropped back and went, (laughs) (laughs) woohoo! So... I mean, go ahead. Power to you. I don't yeah. want a guy on the team 
And I'm not saying I dislike Alshon. I just don't think he... I mean, he did what he did for us, and he was one of those players we needed in the Super Bowl. Yeah. He was heroic with the injury and, and the big catch. Yeah. Um, but other than those moments, I, I he wasn't consistent to me. Yeah. Yeah, he would have a really big game this week and then just disappear right. next he week. He didn't take the attention of other cornerbacks. No. People weren't double covering him. Yeah. So he didn't help the team any other way. Yeah. And he had a, a, a serious drop. Yeah. Yeah, it cost the us the game. Cost us so, our, our season. Right. And, I, you know, he was all bummed out. About, what was that? Because he didn't see eye to eye with Carson when it went through his hands? That was Foles. Oh, that's right. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, well, maybe it was Foles' fault. Maybe he just didn't throw it the right way. Um, yeah, you can get me on that one. <laughs> Good uh, luck on that. <laughs> what? I mean, as far as a trade, I would even like a couple of couple of guys I was arguing with, like, oh, well, you know, no team is going to want to pick him. If you offer him for a sixth or seventh round draft pick, I think someone will jump all over it. Or because it's a low risk, high reward for that team. Or to be honest, what if what if it's him and a defensive end where you are fucking real deep? Yeah, and a team needs a defensive end. Yeah. I think there's always some room to finagle. Yeah. You know, but I think something needs to be done. Yeah. So. Um, so, like I said, we, you know, free agency starts, I believe, like halfway through March, mid-March, something like that. Obviously, we need some cornerbacks. Um, we're going on, what, two, three years of just abysmal play? Yeah, it seems you know? like the ones that fit left. Yeah. So, I um, mean, yeah, Patrick Peterson. Yeah, and he actually, I don't think he did that good at, with, he made big plays in the Super Bowl. No, no. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 for us. But yeah, no, when he no. when he moved on, it didn't. He just disappeared. That's what I mean. It was just something magical about that team. Is everything clicked? Yeah. And you know, you don't need a hundred A plus players. You just need a team that works together and fights together. And that's what I said. You know, when we started going on the winning streak this past year, it seemed like they got back to the the no one likes us, we don't care right. attitude that we had in the Super Bowl year. I mean, and not to knock Carson, it's because he's young in the league, but I just think Nick had a little bit more leadership to keep him Yeah. Going. For some reason, the guys liked playing for him. It was that simple. That And and, and I, I think that's going to come for Carson. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm not knocking him. I'm really yeah. not. Um, he has talent, and as long as he stays healthy, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. But uh, I, I think that had a, a little bit to play with him. Yeah. And I, I've said, you know, for, for years now, Nick Foles is a totally different quarterback than Wentz. Foles doesn't run. Or scramble, so that offensive line doesn't have to worry about you know the, the fire drill. Right. You know, once once gets yeah jailbreak time. everybody. Yeah. And I mean, it's been proven some of the greatest quarterbacks are pocket passers. Yeah. Man. I mean, that's why I love Nick. But Nick could also scoot when he had to. Yeah. You know, he wasn't no Michael Vick for by any means. No, I mean, it took him a half hour to run five yards. Right, but he get, but he but would he, get he, ten. Yeah. He played smart. I don't yeah. know. And I don't want to seem like I'm on this wagon that's just putting Wentz down. Yeah. I'm not. Um, I mean, I love. I have a lot of love for Nick, obviously. Yeah. But I, I just think his leadership was a little progressed along because of where he's been, how he's played, how long he's played. And I think it's going to come for Carson. What about Alshon Jeffrey for Nick Foles? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I didn't read the article, but ESPN did a, like a what if right. thing. And what it would take for Nick Foles to come back to Philly? I really wish trade. he would. I. I it just I, seems like they something clicked about, together. Yeah. They were a brotherhood. He was he was truly for Carson. And God forbid Carson does go down. I know maybe Nick doesn't want to be a backup, but.
But sometimes you got to go where you really fit. Yeah. And it's like Philadelphia was born for him. Exactly. You know, he went to St. Louis and nearly retired, went to KC as a backup. Right. And I mean, he played he, better in KC because I really do believe that the coaching staff in St. Louis wasn't what he needed. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Fisher is just fucking I, I mean, I, I don't have hatred for Fisher, and I don't think he's a bad coach, but he was stuck in that mentality where he didn't want to switch. Yeah. And so. I, that wasn't the type of system that Foles needed. So, uh, yeah, like I said, we have $40 million in cap space. Right. Ronald Darby's a free agent. Bye-bye. Jalen Mills is a free agent. I kind of want to see him back again. Yeah, I, I think there's promise depending, there. Depending on how much. I think much. he's developing. And again, if we can get Brian Dawkins to be a defensive backs coach. He's not. We we hired Atlanta Falcons, which I thought their defense sucked. They do. Yeah. But uh, Lino Shepard came out. He was his teammate, this this cornerbacks coach. I, I forget the, the guy's name. Said, you know, when he played with them, he is a Brian Dawkins mentality coach. He's very big on. Well, then maybe it'll work. Yeah, he, you know, yeah. he's high intensity. He's very big on, you know, studying the littlest things, technique, and all that stuff. So we'll see about that. Right, and I think sometimes it's just when you get your players to go back to the basics. Yeah. And rework those fundamentals. I think players excel. Yeah. So. But I mean, all right. Well, what's your take? What's the cornerbacks out there? So, there was like a list of four or five, and you know, a lot of them were like thirty-one, thirty-two years old. I'm thinking, yo, how he wants to go temporary young. fix. Yeah. Um, the one name that constantly keeps getting uh, brought up and tied with Philly is Byron Jones from the Dallas Cowboys. They have mm-hmm. a lot of players they have to sign. Dak Prescott. Um, he's Brian Jones is another one. It's just one of those teams that, like, whenever we get a player from there, they just don't seem to match. Yeah. yeah it's... And to me, though, this this kid sounds like Namdi Asawa from Oakland that we signed that one year. I don't think he's going to fit our system. Right. And that's what it is. You could be a great player, but if it's not, like, I mean, it's, it's same thing with Nick. Yeah. I, I'm a little weary on that. What else you got? And then uh, James Bradbury. The reason why I put his name on here, uh, in 2019, I gotta be honest, I don't even know who the fuck he is. Well, this is why this is why I think he'd be good. He played against DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, AJ Brown, and Julio Jones. Okay, right. Three of the four are probably top receivers of the league. No, they're all. I'd say they're all top 15. DeAndre Hopkins, he held to 41 yards in a game. That's a good. Mike Evans, 157 yards over two games. That's not bad. Uh, Julio Jones, 56 yards. So everybody's under 100. Yeah. And I believe he was, he's like 28, 29. So, and the article I was reading, I believe this was on CBS Sports as well as reading, he's a good bridge guy. So if we draft a corner in the second or third round, sign this kid to a two, three years, to help groom the rookie, and then when the rookie's ready to go, he'll be right. a free agent, you know. And we're not blowing our cap space, you know. Yeah, I mean, how much money is he looking? Him, I, I think they said that he could get like the eight nine million a year, whereas Byron Jones has already asked, already said fifteen to sixteen million is too low. <laughs> so I guess he wants like the, the twenty million, which yeah, like he can dream. Yeah. Um, but you know a lot. 
not a lot, but I, I, I have seen a lot of people say um, we need more production from our defensive line, and that's why our corners suck. I think just the opposite. If, if we can't cover guys, we're not giving our line enough, enough time. time to get back there. I, I can see both sides, though, because I've said it this year. Yeah. I, that I'm not seeing enough production out of them yeah. guys. Like, and it's because, I guess, I was used to seeing that Super Bowl running team that was making pressure constantly. Yeah. And they were a little in, they were held in check a little bit this year. Yeah. So. Even Fletcher Cox, he didn't right. come on until second half of the season. Right. I mean, you know, when we're paying him however much money, you know, the 15, 20, whatever we were, you know, I expect you to play and show up 16, maybe 17 games every year. Right. You know, I, I know there was a couple. And, and on top of that, you know, we don't know how much the injuries to Malik Jackson and Tim Jernigan affected Fletcher Cox because now. Right. I understand that, but you still got to be able to be that superstar. He's paid at that level. Yeah. I'm looking for him to be, you know, Reggie White-esque. Yeah. And I understand nobody's going to be. But it's, it's like you've seen these other no-names, like even Kansas City's guys and, and different teams that got pressure, and I'm like, who are these guys? Yeah. So I think maybe it's a culmination of everything, but, I mean, we'll have to see. Yeah. Is there any – let me ask you this. Is there any big-name corners that are free? Honestly, Byron Jones is the biggest name that's going to be out there. Right. Yeah. And like I said, he's going to be – if he said 15, 16 million a year is too low – Right. Well, no, because I think, and honestly, we need at least two. Yeah. We yeah. need some depth and we need some help. Well, I mean, we could probably sign one free agent, draft one to be our, our third corner, and bring Jalen Mills back for uh, another year. Sidney Jones is still on the team. I'm kind of giving up on him. You know, See, I'm not yet. He has a lot of shining moments. It's just... He almost reminds me of a flurry in hockey. Like, is it he needs a sports shrink? Because you can't be that hot and cold. He's definitely bipolar in his game. Yeah, that, that's so. I, that I don't was, know. That's my issue with him. Is he, he just there's no in between with him? Or is it the change of guard in defense? Like Jim Schwartz is calling the shots and stuff. I get it, but it seemed like at times he played a lot more conservative this year. Yeah. So is that have an effect? And then culmination with the defensive line. And then obviously our linebacker core isn't the best because they let uh, Nigel go. Yeah, right? I I don't like that. I mean, I hope what I'm hoping with him is, and this might be selfish. No one signs him, and we come to training camp, camp and yeah, bring him back because he he's he's a hard hitter. He's he reminds me of of Trotter. He had he had some mishaps. Yeah. With his play, he had a little bit of injury off and on. Yeah. And I guess it's just like us saying about other players, we expect what we've seen from him earlier in his career, and he hasn't lived up to that anymore. No, and, and that's probably why they they released him. You know, probably his cap number wasn't matching his productivity, so right. that's you know why they did it. And that's why I'm hoping we could maybe down the line bring him back um, at a cheaper rate. You know, um, we've seen it with. Jeremiah Trotter, you know, he, he left to go to the Redskins. Didn't do shit there. We re-signed him for a year or two, and, you know, he was okay. Right. Uh, how about now, I don't know if you've seen about this, we're not hiring an offense coordinator. Oh, Jesus, I'm out of the loop. Doug Peterson is going to be doing everything. It never works. 
I think this is a make or break season for him. I think if it never fucking works. Yeah. And how I, many great head coaches have we watched take double duty and fucking blow it? Yeah. Whatever. It's going to be a long season. And on top of that, they never interviewed Deuce. It's leaving a bad taste in his mouth. Yeah. Well, he, it, it got to the point. He actually called South Carolina, uh, the college where he played football at, because they had a running backs coach position open and asked about it. So it seems like he – and I don't blame him. Like I said, you you, you overlooked him. Yeah, but is that a smart move? <laughs> if, that, if your ultimate goal is to get where you want in the NFL, I mean, I don't see doing that's going to help him. Well, I mean, you know, a fresh start. And maybe a different but road. He has more, I think he has more of a role now than he would as a, just a, the running backs coach. But if he wants to be a head coach and sees you know going nowhere as the running back slash assistant head coach for the Eagles, go to South Carolina as running backs coach for one year and have an NFL team hire you next year. If that's a big if and but yeah, all right. All right. But, I mean, I'm not gonna. That's, that's why I was a little. Little pissed they they didn't even interview. I mean, Jesus Christ, you you freaking oh so wide receiver coach. Remember, you know everybody's like, oh Heinz Ward was in. Yeah, we went with um some Moorhead guy. Played one year for us. Played with the Colts. Uh, he was the Vanderbilt's. Uh, I believe it was Vanderbilt um, wide receiver coach. Oh, I think I kind of remember him. Yeah. Um, so we we got him. I, I don't know what we're thinking. Our medical staff completely revamped. We fired everybody. I'm like, good. I mean, when you have two years of how many injuries, something's going wrong. Yeah, but does that not fall on conditioning, maybe? That would fall to the head coach. Uh, I, I would say more of the conditioning, strength and conditioning yeah, coach I, and then, the medical. Well, I guess I'm used to chip. Because, uh, again, well, yeah. Again, you know, Deshaun, when he had his um, uh, abdomen or whatever, strain or whatever, they suggested to him to just rehab it. You don't need the surgery. You'll be back in two weeks. And what? Turned out to be a 10-week freaking thing, which if he would have did the surgery, he would have guaranteed to be back the sixth or seventh week. So, you know, basically the medical uh, team. They dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough business. Uh for me, though, is it really make or break for... I mean, how much time do we owe Doug? He did well, get a Super Bowl. Here's the thing, though, is, okay, last year we we, we could um, throw the blame at Mike Rowe or the, the quarterback's coach or whoever it was. Now it's all on Doug. There's no one to throw the blame on except for Doug. I think he's spreading himself too thin. Though, yeah. So I, I really think they should have picked the offense coordinator, somebody. You know, I know Jim Caldwell was out there. I know you weren't big on him, but I think he would have been a good pick. You know, he was pretty good with uh, the Ravens. I mean, is it a possibility that when Doug can't handle it, it goes to Deuce? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think so because we also have a passing game coordinator. And then we also have a coach for a running, how do I say it? Running game coordinator. Right. Okay, sure. <laughs> like, what happened to the days of just head coach, offense coordinator, defense coordinator, that's it. That was needed a towel coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> that's like taking a janitor and saying he's a fucking hospitality, <laughs> hospitality specialist. Yeah. 
Okay, sure. All right. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be another long fucking season. Yeah. So before we go, last week, uh, the XFL game with Matt McLoyne, did you see that fiasco with him? No, I didn't see. I know they got blown out. They got blown out. He was garbage. I mean, he threw more to the other team than his own team. I think he was like five or six to the other team. Right? Halftime comes, and running off the, the field, a reporter comes up to him and goes, Yo, Matt, what do you think's got to change for the second half? We got to take the game plan, throw it away, and start fresh. How can you start fresh with a game plan when you're already half, half in? Then on yeah, top, I mean, the game plan isn't throwing the ball. Yeah, exactly. The game plan is having a structure and an idea, but you're still got to make the pass. Then on genius. top of that, about the third quarter or so, <laughs> a Mike picked him up talking to another player on his team and said, I knew we were going to come in today and lose. Why would you even show up then? No wonder why well, you're not there's in the There's a reason NFL. he's playing in the XFL. Exactly. And... I mean, Everybody could have been happy for him for the performance he put in the week before, but there's a reason he's in the X. I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's all I can say. <laughs> I mean, really, honestly, there's only three players so far that really jumped out to me that I think should get an NFL try next season. That's uh, P.J. Walker, the quarterback for, I think it's the Roughnecks, um, their wide receiver, Phillips, and Prohl from Seattle. I right. mean, I watched a little bit of the game before I came up here, and some of the catches, I'm like, hmm, let's get rid of Jeffrey and sign Troll. <laughs> right. I wouldn't mind giving him a shot. I mean, he's got good pedigree. Fuck, take AJ. <laughs> yeah. So. Argus side, fucking white side, fucking pimple popper. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll trade him for Blech. for Stefan Diggs. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'd trade him to the XFL. XFL. <laughs> I think he might fucking have a productive season there. <laughs> I, I I see the XFL within the next three. If it if it gets through two seasons, it's going to stick around. And I see the third or fourth year NFL contacting them about maybe making them uh, remember NFL Europe. Yeah, like a developmental. Yeah, D League. Yeah, and I I think it would be smart. Right. You know, so you awake? Yes. Well, because I think we're done now. Great. <laughs> What about the boxing match? Oh, yeah. So we got Tyson Fury tonight against uh, Wilder. No, not that Wilder. Van Wilder? <laughs> the rise of Taj? Who are you, uh, who are you going with? Fury. Yeah. I, I, I want to watch it. <laughs> I'll be watching it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in your fucking, with your eyelids shut. <laughs> no, I'm going with Fury, too. I, uh, I liked his one trash talk statement. He goes to Wilder. You're the third best heavyweight in the division. Well, I said, well, who's number two? He goes, your mama. <laughs> <laughs> but just something about him. just He's he, more of a spectacle. Yeah, but um, he, he's not a Conor McGregor right. spectacle. He, like He's actually he, he's good at selling the fights. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would love to watch it today. I'm not going to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how much it is. What, I'm 60? too tired to hook up a fucking <laughs> fire stick, so. But we we don't do that illegally. We pay for everything. Um, What's this we shit? Okay, Bernie pays for everything, and you I got just a fucking watch. mouse in your pocket or what? <laughs> wee wee. <laughs> I mean, uh, I I'd like to see Fury win. Huh. One other thing too, uh, I, I forgot about this. 
I know a NFL player that really likes to party. Oh, yeah? Greg Robinson. <laughs> yes, he does. 157 pounds of oh, fucking man. weed. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't understand. You made $29 million yeah, You only six... get a two-game suspension, right? <laughs> Actually, that was another part of the CPA. They removed marijuana as a banned substance. So now players will not get suspended for... Well, then they owe Josh Gordon a shit ton of money. (laughs) They owe him 157 pounds of weed. He's like, (laughs) I'm back. (laughs) I'm I'm mentally strong now. I never had mental problems. (laughs) Let's fucking sign him. (laughs) There you go. Here you go, Smokey. (laughs) (laughs) But what a fucking dumbass guy. Every touchdown you score, you get a fucking dime bag. (laughs) God damn it, he scored 13 touchdowns. In one game. <laughs> Somebody call up that guy. We need his 157 pounds. Why is Josh Gordon out there on the defense? <laughs> I'm open! <laughs> Over here! Uh, oh, I don't know if you also heard. Uh, we didn't get to check in with Rexington, but... the hell was that? <laughs> I think that was uh, <laughs> the person you are just about to talk about here. Antonio Brown got attacked. Oh, really? Yes. They called it a drive-by meddling. <laughs> he was ripping out reps in the bench press. Yeah. And even his weight bench turned on him. <laughs> he done got up and got smocked in the head. <laughs> yeah, if you guys uh, Google Antonio Brown, I think what I did is Antonio Brown weightlift action or something like that. <laughs> He's He got, like, that guy needs any more brain damage. <laughs> I will give him credit, though, because he did post... The, the video of it right <laughs> he said my weight bench still hits harder than Vontae's per, uh, perfect set perfect perfect there we go <laughs> you, I think you're, it, you're I perfect think I got hit the way you are fucking weight bench <laughs> but um, yeah I mean I wonder if he got split wide open because that thing came down pretty hard on too and I've had it hit, hit me a couple times it don't feel good. It's pretty brutal. I yeah. It looked like he broke his neck. <laughs> it was it was funny. He crumbled. And he wants to do a boxing match? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you already got knocked out. <laughs> well, uh, one other thing is um, Al's, uh, yeah, Alice. Alice. Who, who? Alan's oldest boy, Jamie. Okay. It's his birthday today. So shout out to Jamie. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And uh, hopefully we'll have him on someday for a quick talk. But yeah. uh, it's his birthday today, so I thought we'd throw him a shout-out. Yeah. Happy birthday from all of us at Stay Tuned Sports, even from Sasquatch. Happy birthday, birthday to Mr. President. You. You. <laughs> <laughs> we are so fucking creepy. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a young kid. The world at his hands. So good for him. <laughs> All right. So I guess that's going to be it till next week. Uh, before... You keep talking smack over there and I'll greedy you. Hey, he was cleared of the allegations. So, <laughs> so was OJ Simpson. <laughs> OJ never did. <laughs> <laughs> if the scruff doesn't fit, you must have quit. <laughs> uh, so before we go, head over to Twitter. Follow us there at ST Sports Podcast. I may live tweet a little bit later for the fury fight uh like and share our facebook page as well subscribe to our youtube channel um we are still working on the live streaming thing we think we have it all figured out as far as the issue there's that we shit again 
Okay, I think I have all the issues figured out. But um, so till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo. It's O'Brien, baby. See ya. Peace.